Hi, I'm Peggy. And I'm Dave. And this is Amped. Hey, Dave, how are you? I am good, Peggy. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Did you have a nice Thanksgiving? I sure did. How about you? I, I had a very nice Thanksgiving. I, per tradition, I went up to my mom's for the whole week, and I actually took uh, my kids and their cousins, my niece and nephews, to a water park, which is why we didn't record last week. <laughs> well, I think that's a perfectly good reason. Um, I'm glad that everyone enjoyed the November water park in what were, at least in my part of the Northeast, Super cold temperatures. It was very cold, but the water park was nice and warm, so it was fun. Good. Well, I went to both my parents' house and then to my in-laws, and I will just share with you, Peggy, that for some reason, I think after a certain age, either you forget to or just don't care about turning on heat in your house, because (laughs) I slept for a few nights at my dad's house, and When I woke up in the morning, I'm not exaggerating. It was probably in the high 50s to low 60s. Ooh, ouch. Inside. Ouch. And and then I went to my in-laws, and I don't think it was intentional, but they were having problems with their heat on the side of the house we were staying in. So again, I woke up, and it was quite brisk in the morning. Well, that'll wake you up, won't it? It sure will. It makes you feel yeah. real old, too. You wake up and you just feel like, Everything you know, hurts. Yeah, you've aged yeah. during the sleep. <laughs> exactly. So it's not good. It's not good. But we had a good time. Good. Good. Yeah. So today's podcast um, is actually episode 99, which I'm excited about. So a little teaser. Stay tuned for our big 100th episode. Um, mm. but I know. We have a time-sensitive topic today, though, Dave. Uh, And it deals with Medicare's annual enrollment period, which actually just goes for a few more days until December 7th. Yep, that is correct. And, you know, this was triggered, Peggy, actually, by a discussion I was having with a clinician, uh, a prosthetist. And he was talking to me about how he has seen more and more patients transition onto Medicare Advantage plans rather than traditional Medicare. And we'll talk about what those are. Um, But he's seen more and more patients transition to those plans without understanding the potential ramifications of that on their access to care, how their care gets provided, even who they can see. And the thought occurred to me, boy, that would be something we could and should talk about. And I think it actually extends beyond the Medicare population. So in this podcast, we're going to do three things, Peggy. We're going to talk about the differences between Medicare and Medicare Advantage plans the importance of communicating with your prosthetist and other healthcare providers about any insurance changes and the implications uh, of those differences between Medicare and Medicare Advantage for you if you are thinking about making the switch. That sounds good. So why don't I take traditional Medicare and just go over it very quickly for all of our listeners? Um, yeah. Most of this is, is pretty common information, but just to kind of review a little bit, uh, when you have traditional Medicare, you can go to any prosthetist who participates in the Medicare program, and most prosthetists do. Um, almost all do, but it's definitely, you know, cover your bets and always ask, always double check. Um, you can go back to the how you choose prosthetist notes, um, and you can follow that guide if you need to. Uh, talking about traditional Medicare, what it costs you. The 2019 premium is $135.50 per month, 
if you make up to $85,000 a year and then it goes up to $460.50 a month if you make $500,000 or more every year. Yeah, not a probably all that common situation exactly. for most Medicare beneficiaries. Yeah. I was thinking I was thinking that if you're making a half million a year then you're probably not really going to balk at the $500 a month, but I don't think so. Yeah. $500 a month is pretty good anywhere right now. Yeah. Uh the 2019 deductible is $185 and the coinsurance is 20% with no annual cap. But you can get a Medigap plan to cover that 20%. And that is a supplemental insurance. Dave, we talked about that in another podcast as well. Do you happen to know the number of it? I don't remember the number. But if you scan our podcast history, it will not be hard to find. It's one of the first 99 episodes. It is. You can also do a search on our website, ampedlife.org, and it, it should bring it up. Um, yep. How it works is it's deliver and bill. You don't need to wait for prior authorization. Right now, you don't need to wait for prior authorization. Um, there's some talk that that you might need to in the future, but as for right now, it's um, kind of business as usual. Um, they do restrict access to technology less than private insurers do, so that's good information. Yeah, traditional Medicare, if you go and talk to people who provide ONP care, Traditional Medicare, aside from the rather onerous documentation requirements and the audits and prepayment claim reviews associated with with being a Medicare provider, from a access to technology and um, and early access to technology standpoint, Medicare is actually pretty progressive. And so, if you're looking to be able to uh, move relatively quickly and uh, provide uh, pretty much the full range of of products for which L codes have been created, and even some of which um, there are no existing reimbursement codes, uh, Medicare represents a pretty good avenue in that regard. And then, if you contrast traditional Medicare with Medicare Advantage, Peggy, um, there there are some notable differences. So, first of all, what is Medicare Advantage? Like, why why are we even talking about it? Medicare Advantage program was created in two thousand and three, and really, what it is is it is private insurance plans offering coverage that Medicare, the Medicare program has said, yes, you private insurance company, you're authorized to do this. They technically have to provide coverage of the same things as Medicare, but the way private plans work is a little bit different. So uh, what are those differences? First of all, who you can get treatment from is often different. Unlike uh, the Medicare, the traditional Medicare program, which virtually every prosthetist in the United States belongs to, in the private insurance Medicare Advantage world, you have to be part of the network. You have to be an in-network provider for the Medicare Advantage plan in order to provide care to patients. So if you go from traditional Medicare to Medicare Advantage, you don't verify that your prosthetist is in-network for that Medicare Advantage plan, you could end up opting out of being able to see your prosthetist, which is obviously a huge issue. the cost structure is also quite different. Um, unlike traditional Medicare, uh, there is no set premium and deductible. You can't sit there and say, for 2019, here are the premiums and deductibles across the board for all Medicare Advantage plans. They vary by private insurance company, the same way that private insurance generally varies. So there's a lot, of, a lot more research you need to do to understand that. In addition, um, unlike traditional Medicare, 
this is a positive thing, there's actually an annual cap on coinsurance payments. So if you remember, Peggy talked about that 20% coinsurance for Medicare, and there's no cap. That's why you actually uh, often look at trying to get a Medigap policy to cover that additional 20%. Um, but in the Medicare Advantage world, there's a maximum coinsurance payment of $6,700 per year. Um, also, another attractive aspect of Medicare Advantage plans, Peggy, is they often include coverage for prescription drugs, which you actually, in the, medic, the traditional Medicare program, you have to go and get separately with what's called Medicare Part D. Um, you also often have included in this coverage vision, hearing, and dental. So they roll a bunch of stuff into these plans that in the traditional Medicare program either aren't covered or you have to sort of do as bolt-ons to the, the core coverage for a little bit of extra money. Um, and as a result of all of this, when you put that package together that I just described, a lot of people think Medicare Advantage plans are likely to save the money. And in some instances, they may be right, but that's not always true. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about the implications of that uh, in just a moment. In terms of how Medicare Advantage plans work, prior authorizations required in all of these plans. So if you need something, it's gonna take you longer. Uh, you know, you, the, your, your process has to get all the documentation that they always get in the traditional Medicare program, and they have to get the prior authorization up front. Um, these plans also, this is important to know, they typically pay your prosthetist less than Medicare does. Um, if, 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 you, if, if a Medicare Advantage plan it has a fee schedule that's 70% of the Medicare allowable, for example, which is not uncommon, um, it means that your prosthetists make less money to provide exactly the same components on you as a Medicare Advantage patient versus you as a traditional Medicare patient. And that has implications in terms of what components your prosthetist may recommend to you. There's just some basic economics here that are at play, so it can affect product choice. And finally, we've seen instances, Peggy, where, where Medicare Advantage plans have refused to pay for things that traditional Medicare does. And my reading of the relevant regulations and laws suggests that that's not appropriate. Uh, yet, in one instance, I can tell you, I sat with Medicare officials and we flagged this issue as part of the ONP Alliance for them. And we got surprisingly little outrage or resistance to what the Medicare Advantage plan was doing. So you have to be careful when you look at these Medicare Advantage plans and look at, try to or at least try to understand what is it they, that they may exclude, um, even though the scope of coverage is supposed to be exactly the same? Because it appears that at least in some instances, that's not happening. Hmm. That's good to know, Dave. Uh, there are a lot of implications when when deciding between Medicare plans or your traditional Medicare and the Medicare Advantage plans. Um, and Dave, we talked about this before when we were talking about choosing your insurance plan. Um, and really a lot of the advice that we gave in that podcast, we're going to be repeating in this podcast. And the first one is you should never, ever make this type of decision in a vacuum. You really need to do your research. You need to talk to your prosthetist. You need to, to sit down and make sure if you're looking at a Medicare Advantage plan, do they participate in that Medicaid, Medicare Advantage plan? Uh, how do they feel about it? Do they feel, you know, I don't know, Dave. I don't think if you ask a prosthetist, though, if, they're, if that's going to impact their product choice, I don't think they're going to tell you. They're not going to tell you. Yeah. Um, more often than not. And that's, you know, for, 
there are a lot of reasons why they're not going to be be probably comfortable having that discussion and acknowledging that. But you know, I put it out there though. I I personally would just so you know they knew that it was on my radar. <laughs> well, yeah, and look, the the reality is that um, the these companies, you know, they they are for profit endeavors. They're doing really good work and they're helping people like you and me, Peggy, and, and everyone else in our community function every day, but they are businesses. They are for-profit businesses and you can't expect them to operate in complete you know, obliviousness to the economics of different types of payers. Um, and so it's, it's something that's not a particularly comfortable subject. It's not one that prosthetists understandably want to spend a lot of time talking about. They really want to talk about providing care. But I think our job on this podcast is to let people know, you know, what's going on and, and what types of what types of factors do influence decision making. And it would be naive to think that this doesn't. So you also, Dave, we, we talk about prosthetic specific coverage here, but this is something that, that you want to kind of key in with any specialist or any of your doctors as well. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's not just prosthetists. You've got to look at this holistically. And what I thought, what I really thought was insightful when I was speaking to this prosthetist who sort of spurred the idea for this podcast, you know, he was saying, this is not about us as prosthetists trying to convince patients to always stay on traditional Medicare. That's not always right. Because it ha- there has to be a full and comprehensive analysis of the patient's unique clinical situation. And therefore, what are the cost implications for the patient? What are the coverage implications for the patient? Not only as it relates to prosthetics, but to often multiple other conditions that a lot of people in our community have. Absolutely. And there's a website that people can go to, Dave. It's, it's cut off on the bottom of my show notes, though. Uh, where are you looking at, Peggy? Um, where am I looking? I don't think Paid. I have a website. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> never mind. There's no website. I think that's our website. Okay. You're seeing websites in your sleep, Peggy. I am. Oh my God. I know. I'm sorry. the The main right. thing is is that this is this is definitely a decision that you need to sit down crunch some numbers, really look at your health needs and try to project as much as you can where you're going, what your needs are going to be in 2019. You want to talk to your doctors. You want to crunch some numbers as much as you can um, before you make any kind of decision like this. Yep. And and I think that the, the last point, Peggy, that we want to make, and, and you alluded to it earlier, is, you know, what we've just described for the Medicare versus Medicare Advantage decision, th- the same principles apply if you're switching from one private insurance plan to another, if you're switching from uh, any type of third-party payer um, to another type. You want to plug people in. You want to make sure you're taking into account everything you need to be and that the people you go to for your care are still going to be able to provide you that care in the future. And if you just sort of look only at near-term issues like what's the monthly premium only in isolation and make the decision based on that, you could very well find yourself with a plan that's much cheaper and you don't get to go to who you want to go to anymore. Exactly. And it doesn't cover who you need or what you really want. Um, So this is something, you know, you have a little over a week. The deadline is December 7th. So 
when is that? Yeah, so you have like a... Uh, 10 days. Yeah, so, you know, we try. Yet next Friday. Um, but, you know, you have the weekend, so, you know, if you're on the East Coast, it's wicked cold out, so pour yourself a nice mug of hot chocolate and get out your calculator and make some phone calls and crunch some numbers on it. Yes, yes. It's it's not fun work, uh, but it is important. And if, if you if you think about what are the things that allow you to be most functional if you use a prosthetic device and or if you have other medical needs, obviously access to the right care, the right people, and the right devices all are integral to that. And anything you do that could impair that unknowingly is A, utterly avoidable, and B, something that you want to avoid at all costs. So take the time to do the work and it'll be painful today, but it'll be much, much better for you all in, for all of 2019. And the title of this podcast, Dave, kind of sums everything up. It's look before you leap. You know, you really want to, to explore all of the options and, and the impact that it's going to have, not just, again, not just on your monthly payment, but on the overall care and quality of care that you're going to receive. Yep. So that some takeaways. Um, the first one is traditional Medicare and Medicare Advantage are not the same thing. Yeah. And this is a common misconception. And I was talking to another person today who said, we, I commonly have people come into my practice, he said, and they hand me their Medicare card. And at the same time, they hand me their, their AARP Medicare Advantage card, not understanding that the, the second one actually trumps the first now. There is no, that, that traditional Medicare card that you had all those years doesn't matter once you opt into the Medicare Advantage plan. It's irrelevant. Second takeaway is never switch any kind of health plan without alerting your key healthcare providers. Uh, first of all, to make sure that they accept the new plan that you're taking, whether or not you're talking about Medicare versus Medicare Advantage, or you know, your and private insurance, different options between HMOs and and some broader network ones. Uh, you really need to find out um, and. You know, we didn't, this isn't really specific to Medicare, but it is a good re place to remind people. The question is not, do you take my insurance? The question that you want to ask is, are you in network with my insurance? Yes. Thank you for clarifying that, Peggy. Really important. Um, and, you know, you again, you really want to do this kind of homework anytime you look into changing your insurance, not just with Medicare versus Medicare Advantage. Yeah. And, you know, um, it may be that you know. It may be that your prosthetist doesn't have a particular uh, particular set of facts that are helpful to you, or is is unwilling to talk to you about this. And and I would tell you, if you have a prosthetist who, as you're trying to do this work, they're saying, "I, I can't help you," and I don't know. I, I think that's something you should be thinking about as it relates more broadly to your prosthetic care and treatment. I, I think Absolutely. this is part of what um, what really more progressive prosthetic facilities are trying to provide their patients in the form of support and ancillary services. Knowledge is power. Yes. Yes, it is. All right. Well, Dave, it was good talking to you. Are you doing anything holiday-ish this weekend? No, uh, I am not. I'm going to be, I'm going to be watching my middle son perform at a, uh, a New York state choir. Uh, oh, that he's a part of. And congratulations are in order. I understand that a college acceptance came in. 
He actually has two. Oh. Miraculously, there are two schools in the United States that would like my middle son to go there. <laughs> and either would be very lucky to have him. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. He's a, he's a good kid, and we're very excited. And I think we're only waiting on, like, Kara, uh, Kara <laughs> oversaw the application process. There are many more schools that we are waiting on, like many. So this okay. is just, these are the first two in a list, a litany of what feels like 50 coming. It's not that now, many. Now, you don't have to give a name, but does he have like a preference that he's really gunning for, or is it kind of all up in the air? He, he, Jackson's a very, very laid back dude. He's, I think it's, let's see what I get into, and then I'll visit the ones that I think are the most interesting, and then I'll make a decision at that point. Okay. So there's not, I would not say there is a clear front runner at this point. All in your area, or are they all across the country? Uh, not across the country. Generally, northeast. Okay. One school down in your neck of the woods in the D.C. area. Oh, cool. He could come what? over for dinner. Does he babysit? <laughs> he loves babysitting. Awesome. Yeah. Then yeah, I'm going to root for that school. All right. There you go. All right. Okay. Have a it great week, It was great week, talking Dave. to you, Peggy. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.